Shalom to all. Today's office is Pesachim Daf Lamed We are starting eight lines from the top, the first word on the line. Today's office is sponsored. B'schoz Leah Daniela Basara. Hashem should continue to grant her Rachme Shemaim, and she should be zaycha to a full recovery, Bakar of Mamish. And we're in the middle of talking about Tamei Chuma, and we're going to continue with that discussion. Abai Baravin, Rav Hananya Baravin, Tanu Chumas Bei Rabba. They learned Mesechas Chumas in the base Medish of Rabba. Pagabahu Rav Bar Masna. He met them. Amar Lahu. He asked them. My Rusi Bechumas Debei Mar. What did you learn? What Chiddush did you learn in the base Medish of Rabba? Rashi explains that Rabba was such a great man. He was asking for sure you learned some great Chiddush. Amar Lehu. They responded. Umay Kashilcha. What's bothering you about Chumas? Amar Lahu. He told them. Tanan. We have a Mishnah. Shesile Chumas Shenitmu. We have Chuma plants that became Tamei Veshaslan, and he replanted them. Now they are tired and they are not able to be matame other things. That's because they're mechobar lekarka, they're connected to the ground, and they're not considered something that can be makabal tome anymore. And they're not allowed to be eaten. So he asks, If they're tahar right now, why are you not allowed to eat them? They should be completely tar, and someone should be allowed to eat them. So they respond to him, This is what Rabbah said, What does it mean that they're asar? Asurun lazarim, a non kayan is not allowed to eat them. By a kayan is still allowed to eat them, they're considered chuma. But now Rabbah Barmasa continues asking them, So what's the chedesh? Chuma, chuma, that's something that grows out of chuma is still considered chuma. Tanina, we already learned that in the Mishnah. Gidule chuma, chuma. Something that grows out of chuma is considered chuma. Let's say you take a chuma onion, you planted it in the ground, and then a new onion grew. That new onion is also chuma. Rashi explains that this is a gzera. Someone shouldn't take his chuma plant it and think that what grows out of it is considered a chulin, and then the kain is never going to get his chuma. That's why something that grows out of chuma is also considered chuma. And v'chitim, if you're going to say, continues Rav Bar Masna, the gidule gidulin, the whole chedesh is that something that grows out of a growth that grew out of chuma is also considered chuma. What's the chedesh? We're talking about something that the original seed, the original plant, doesn't disintegrate, such as an onion, as we had said. Hanami Tanina, this was also learned in a Mishnah. Hatevel, something which is tevel. We know that before something becomes chayv in Shuma, a person's allowed to eat from it, arai, in a non-set, a non-keva fashion. However, the moment it becomes chayv in Shuma, it's considered tevel, so you're not allowed to even eat from it in arai fashion. This tevel, gidul of mutarin, if you planted it and something grew from it, it's mutter, you're allowed to eat from that in arai fashion. But this is only with something that the original seed completely disintegrates. If the original seed doesn't completely disintegrate, such as an onion, even something that grows out of, something that grew out of that is asr bachila. So there's no chiddish in what Rabbah's telling us. Ishtiku, they were quiet, they didn't know what to answer. So they asked him, did you hear anything about this? Who responded, this is where Avshesha says, what does it mean that they're asr? Even kaihanim are not allowed to eat it. Since they became possible with hasachadas. Now hasachadas is loosely translated as inattention. To be meseachdas is to not pay attention or focus on something that needs your attention. The pasuk says as meshmeres chumaisai, teaching that the kayan must always be focused on his truma. So the moment it became tame, he was meseachdas because he assumed he would never be able to eat it. So now that its tuma has been removed because it was planted, he nonetheless is not allowed to eat it because of hasachadas. But now we analyze this concept, this isra of hasachadas. This is good according to the Manamar. The Hesachadas is a Psul Hagof. It inherently makes the thing puzzle. So, in this makes sense that the Kayanam are not allowed to eat this. According to the Manamar, the Hesachadas is just a Psul Toma, meaning since you're Mesiachdas and you're not paying attention to this thing anymore, it's possible that it became Tame. So, what could you say over here? Over here, definitely it didn't become Tame because you planted it in the ground and now it's not Tame anymore. Why should the Kayanam not be allowed to eat it? And how do we know that this is a Machlaikas to 
Gemara, we have a memro. Hesachadas. Rabbi Yechonamar, he says, Psol Tamahava. It's a Psol that maybe became Tame. Rabbi Shimon Ben Lakashamar, Rish Lakash says, Psol Hagof Hava. It's an inherent Psol, a Psol Hagof. Rabbi Yechonamar, he says, Psol Tamahava. It's just a Psol Tama. Maybe it became Tame. Shem Yavi Aliyavi Tareno. If Aliyanavi comes and says that this is Tahar, Shemin Lai will listen to him. Rabbi Shimon Ben Lakashamar, he says, Psol Hagof Hava. It's an inherent Psol. Shem Yavi Aliyavi Tareno. If Aliyanavi comes and says it's Tahar, and Shemin Lai, we don't listen to him because it has some unique Psol called Psol Hagof that comes from Hesachadas. And now, Ace Rabbi Yechon Rishlakish, we're going to get into a liberal discussion about this. Rabbi Yechon asks Rishlakish, Rabbi Shmuel ben Eish, Rabbi Yechon Berka Omer. He says as follows: Lul katan hayy ben kevish la mizbeach b'ma'aravish la kevish. There is a small crevice or niche in between the mizbeach and the western part of the ramp. Shasham hayy uzarkim psule chatas ha'ayf. They would throw all the psule chatas ha'ayf over there. V'ta'uber tsurasan. They would wait for ibert tsura. We're going to explain this momentarily. V'yetzin lebeis asreifa, and then they'd bring it out to the area where all psule mukdashin were burned. Now ibert tsura literally means that something needs to change form or appearance. It doesn't have to actually change form. It's just referring to a carbon which is only suffix puzzle, so it can't be burned because it might not be puzzle. Therefore, we're going to wait till Ibertsura takes place. What do we do? It's left overnight in this area, becomes puzzle balina, and now it could be burned. So again, Ibertsura is just the term used to describe the time we have to wait for a carbon to become definitely puzzle. Now, once a carbon is thrown into this area, it definitely can be termed that the coin was Mesiach Das from them. So here's the question of Yechon Asan Rish Lakesh. Iyam Rish Lim, if you want to say Psol that Hesachadas is just a Psol Toma. Maybe it became Tame. Mishum Hachibai Ebertsura. That's why we still need Ebertsura. We still need to wait till it becomes for sure Pasol. Shema Yavi Aliyah Because maybe Aliyah is going to come in the interim and he's going to say that it actually never became Pasol and we're allowed to use it. Aliyah Psol Hagof. If you're going to tell me that it's a Psol Hagof, it's inherently Pasol. Lomali Ebertsura. Why do we have to wait for Ebertsura? We should be able to burn it right away. But Tanan, it's really a Brysa. We learned in a Brysa. Zaklal, this is the rule. Lama Dalarama Bezan Tap. Kalshab Sulabi If something has an inherent psol, you start from Yad, it's allowed to be burned right away. But Dhamma will buy them. However, if a psol happened only in the blood of the carbon, or some sort of psol happened with the owner of the carbon, to Uber Tsurasan, we have to wait till a definite psol happens in the meat of the carbon itself, the Yitz and the and then it's taken out to the Beis Asreifa. So Biechan's asking Rishlakish, if Hesachadas is actually a psol begof, so then why are we not burning these carbonus right away? Amrle, he responded, Hi Tana, Tana de Bey Rab Baravuhu. This Tana is teaching the same teaching as Rab Baravuhu. Damri says, Afil Pigol Tan Ibertsura. Even Pigol, which everyone agrees is a Psol Gof, it also needs Ibertsura. But now we have another question from Rabbi Yechonar Mishlakish. Eisvei, the Brasso says as follows, Nitma, a carbon became Tame, Ashenifslah Basar, or the meat became Pasol, Ashiyatsachos the climb, or is taken out of the climb, which literally means curtains, and means it was taken outside the Azara. Rabbi Yazarami, he says, Yizrak, the blood of the carbon can still be sprinkled, and he still has a heart saw an acceptance of his carbon. Rabbi Shua, he says, Loy Yisraq, the blood should not be sprinkled, but Umad, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua agrees, Sheim Zarak, if the Kayin did sprinkle the blood of carbon, hurts us, and then it was accepted. Now, my nifsal, what does it mean that it became possible? Lava hasachadas. Doesn't it mean that it became possible hasachadas? It can't be that it became tame because the Bryce already spoke about it becoming tame. It can't be that it was pigol because everyone agrees that that's a psal agof. So it must be the one that says, shenifsal habasr, that it became possible, it became possible with hasachadas. So Rabbi Yechen asks, Iyam Rabbi Shlim, if you're going to say, psule toma hava, it's a psal that maybe became tame, that's how we can find that the tzitz of the Kayin Godel causes a ritzui, it creates some sort of an acceptance for the carbon. Aliyamar psul hagof hava, but if you're going to say it's a psul hagof, amai hurtza, why is there a ritzui over here? It's definitely possible, and no one should say that there's a real ritzui on this carbon. So Yishlokish answers no. My nifsa, what does it mean it became possible? Nifsa with tvul yaim, it was possible because it was touched by a tvul yaim. So Rabbi Yechen asked me, Yachiv, so Hainu Tame, that's the same thing as Tame. The ratio of this Brasa said Tame, and then it's talking about another type of Tama. So why would the Brasa have to repeat itself? So Yishlokish answers, Trey Gavne Tame, we're really talking about two types of Tama. Now let's not forget that the reason we had gotten into this discussion 
was due to what Rav Sheshis had taught, that the reason a kain is not allowed to eat Tomei Truma that was subsequently planted is because of the soul of Hesach Hadas. So the Gemara continues, Kisalik Ravin, when Ravin left Bavil and he went to Eretz Yisrael, Amr Lashmatz HaKamed Rav Yirmiya, he said this memory of Rav Sheshis to Rav Yirmiya, Va'amar, and Rav Yirmiya responded, Bavlai Tipshai, these foolish Babylonians, Mishim de Yasvi Ba'ar Dechashaycha, since they dwell in a dark place, Bavil is much lower than Eretz Yisrael, they say things that are very dark. Rashi explains that when they don't know the reasoning behind something, they just make up a reason. And why is this made up? Why doesn't this make sense, what Rav Shesha said? Didn't you hear what Rav Shemin Lakish said in the name of Rabbi Shaya? The waters that are used for Nisach HaMai Mansukes, Shinitmu, they became Tomei. If he did Hashaka, and then he was Makish them to her in their tar, if he was Makish them, and then he did Hashaka, they're still Tomei. Now we know that every day on Sukkot, along with the carbon Tomid, there was Nisach HaMayim, water libations on the Mizbech. This water was drawn from the Shilayach spring near Yerushalayim. The water that was to be used on Shabbos, however, was filled up from the Shilayach before Shabbos. Now, if it became Tameh, then new water couldn't be drawn from Shilayach on Shabbos. So what would they do? There's something called Hashaka. Literally, this means kissing. The vessel containing Tame water is lowered into a mikvah, and the two waters are touched to each other. At that moment, the Tame water is considered, quote-unquote, planted in the ground, and then when the vessel is raised out of the mikvah, this water is tar. So Rabbi is teaching us in this memra that if first they did Hashaka and then he was makdish the water, so then it's tar. However, if they were makdish the water for use as Nisa Chamayim, and then they did Hashaka, it's going to be Tame. And we analyze this. Mechti, let's see. Zri and Inhu. By placing this water in the mikvah, it's considered like planting it. So Mali what does it make a difference if he did Ashaka and then he was Makdashit or if he was Makdashit and then he did Ashaka? Amo, we see from here, Anz real Hektish. You can't just take something that's Hektish and that's Tameh and plant it and think it's better. Hachanami, so to over here in regards to Truma, Anz real Truma. You can't just plant Truma and assume that now it's Tameh has been completely removed. And that's why Roshesh's Memra doesn't make so much sense. That's what Rav was telling Ravin. And we continue discussing this Memra of Nisa Chamayim. Yas Rav Dimi, Vikamar Lahala Hashmaitzah, he was saying this over and Amrle Abai Abai asked him as follows. Are we saying that this Chumrah applies only when he was Makdish the water in a Kli, meaning he placed it into a Kli Shares, so it got Kedushas Hagof, Avol However, if he was only orally Makdish it, they did not apply this Chumrah. Even if all he did was Makdish it, they still apply this Chumrah. Now, there's two levels of being Makdish something. Let's say, for example, someone has flour that's going to be used for a carbon Mincha. So if he says, this flour should be used for a carbon Mincha, it's definitely Hakdish. However, it doesn't have Kedushas Hagof. That's because it was never placed into a Klishares. However, the moment this flower is placed into Klishares, automatically it becomes Kaddish with Kedushas Hagof. That's the difference between Kedushas Peh and Kedusha Bekli. So Amr Lai Ravdimi responded to Abai, Zulai Shamati, I never heard an answer to your question specifically, but I have heard something similar. He said the name of Rav We have grapes that became Tame, Darchan, if he crushed them, he made grape juice, and then he was Makdish that grape juice to hire him, so then it's considered Tahar. However, if he was Makdish the grapes, and then he crushed them, Tameim, that grape juice is going to be Tame. And what do we see from here? Grapes, a maximum, could become Kaddish, Kedushas Peh. Why is that? Because even if you had taken these grapes and you had put them in a Klishares, they're still not going to become Kaddish, Bikdushas Agof, because the only thing that a Klishares could be Makdish is something that's usable for the Besamekdash right now. And you don't use grapes in the Besamekdash, you only use grape juice. So that's why, a maximum, these grapes could become Kaddish with Kedushas Peh. Even so, we still see there's the Schumra, that the moment that he made them Kaddish, Bikdushas Peh, nonetheless, they're going to be Tame, and there's no way. 
way to get the Tumah off. So therefore we see somewhere else at least that Kedusha's Peh has a Chumra also and not just Kedusha Bekli. So Amr Yesef, he says, Anavim Ka'amrit, you're talking about grapes? We're talking about grapes of Truma. The Kedusha's Peh did who? Kedusha's Kli Damya. They're making them orally Kaddish is just like something else become a Kaddish and a Kli. Avalhani, but these things in the base of Mikdash, this water, the Bai Kli, it has to be placed into a Kli Sharis. So Bepeh, if all he did was orally be Makdash and not put it in a Kli yet, so then they actually did not apply their Chumr yet. And now we just focus on something we had just mentioned. We said, Darchan, that if he had crushed them before he made them Hektish, so then, once he makes them Hektish, they're allowed to be used. And Vafilu Tuva, that applies even if he crushed a lot of grapes and made a lot of grape juice. But did he really say that? He said, Grapes that became Tomei, Darchan Pachas Pachas Mikabetza, as long as you crush less than a Beitza worth at a time, so then that juice is Tahar. However, you're not allowed to do more than that. So either we could say, This member from Riachan is also talking about crushing less than a Beitza's worth at a time. Or alternatively, we could say Hasam over there, the Nagal Huba Rishain, the grapes had touched the Rishain, the Havalu in Husheni. They became a Shani, and therefore they could make something a Shlishi since we're dealing with Truma. Hach over here, the Nagal Bashani, we're talking where they touch the Shani, the Havalu Shlishi, the grapes are Shlishi, and therefore they're not able to make Truma into a V, so therefore there wouldn't be a problem even to crush a lot of grapes more than a Beitza's worth. Now, in regards to this Chumr that we've been talking about, the Tame Truma that was planted doesn't lose its status of Tuma enough that it's allowed to be eaten. Amarav, he says, we have another Limud very similar to this. In regards to the Mechatas, we know that if a person becomes Tame, he needs to be sprinkled with the Mechatas, which is ashes of the Paraduma mixed with water. And the Pasuk says, and he shall place on it Mayim Chayim, living water, El Keli, into the vessel. What do we learn from here? This water should become alive in the Kli itself, meaning the Kli shards that's going to be used for the Mechatas, you have to use that Kli itself and draw water directly from the spring. However, the Pasuk says, and he shall place Alma, we see from here, Telushaninu, that he's allowed to even place detached water, meaning he's allowed to take a different Kli, draw water from the spring, and then pour it into the Kli that he's going to use for the Mechatas. So he seems like a stira, and the Gemara says, I thought it has to be attached to the ground, meaning it has to be drawn directly from the spring itself. So Laman Hayamad Alpha on the top, Elamila must be that there's some sort of Mila that we apply over here, that even though Midai Raisa, technically you could use a separate Kli, draw water from the spring, and then pour it into the Kli that the Mechatas is going to be mixed in. Nonetheless, we have the stringency, this Chumra, this Mila, Hachanami. So to over here, in regards to Truma, Mila, we have a special Mila that even though once it's planted, technically the Tuma has been removed, nonetheless the Kayan is still not allowed to eat it. And Amr Shimi Bar Ashi, Afananami Taninu, we also learned something similar. Tava Va'ala, a person was Tame, he went to the Mikvah, he came out, Eichel Meiser, he's allowed to eat Meiser, he's tar to that extent. Herif Shimshai, now the sun has set. Eichel Batshuma, he's tar to the extent that he's even allowed to eat Truma. But Truma in, he's only allowed to eat Truma, but he's not allowed to eat Kachim. Amai, why is that? Tarhu, he's tar. Ella, it must be Mila that we apply the stringency in this Chumrah. Hachanami, so to over here, in regards to Tami Truma that was planted, Mila, we apply a stringency. And Amravashi, Afananami Tanina, we also learned something similar. It says in the Pasuk, Vehabasar, and the meat. What do we learn from here? The Rabbi says, that teaches us that even the wood being used to burn the carbon and the frankincense being brought with the carbon could become Tame. Are Eitzim Levina able to become Tame? They're not food items, so how is it they can become Tame? Ella, Mila, it must be that we're applying a certain stringency, a Chumrah, so to over here in regards to Tomei Truma that was planted, we apply a certain stringency that the Kayan is not allowed to eat it, even though the Toma to some extent has been removed. We're going to pause here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a fresh Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.